0: The biggest sale of the year is officially open August 21st through Sunday, the 27th. I'm offering a whopping $350 off my life-changing home management system that you can complete in just four weeks. So you can go from overwhelmed to organized. Systemize Your Life isn't just any online course. It's an opportunity to completely transform your life and take back control of your schedule, your clutter, your cleaning, routines, to-dos, and even your relationships. Systemize Your Life is a plug-and-play color-coded system that leads you step-by-step through not just creating, but also implementing your home management system so you can rest well at night, not wake up to dirty dishes and piles of laundry every day, make time for yourself like a workout or two once or twice a week, date nights, have kids and a husband that actually help out, and most certainly finally say goodbye to that never-ending to-do list. This is where you start, and it's on sale right now go to chelseajoe.co backslash S Y L be sure to use code back to school on your VIP checkout to get 12 months access, a full year access to the four week home management method. Plus coaching with our dedicated student success coach, a private student community with daily support for homework and all of the questions that you have. Plus connecting and networking with other work from home and stay at home moms and right now with that code back to school you're getting the most epic bonuses we have ever had done for you time blocks that's right we are hand delivering all your time blocks done for you our escape your clutter and live mess free method plus our family budgeting system and 100% free and included is the full access to systemize your biz as well. This is your chance to not only save big, but score big with these bonuses and this discount. Again, chelseajoeco backslash S Y L. Can't wait to meet you inside. Now, what do you say? Let's get started with day four of the back to school series.
1: Welcome to day four. Better soak it up because there is just today and tomorrow left. Sad, I know. This back to school series has been incredible and honestly it's been my goal to be able to give you not only like really super practical like tactical things that you can start doing right now but also a whole lot of thought-provoking moments. Honestly that's been a huge part of why I decided to do this in a series format so that you felt like you could build on these concepts and this momentum day after day after day, really get you diving in and having you kind of consider how you can improve and take your work as a work from home mom to the next level that I know you've been dreaming about, but actually really feel like you can kind of sink your teeth into something here. Today you're going to be getting a heavy dose of both of those things. A lot of deep thought work is going to be happening that is really going to make you evaluate what you're prioritizing in your life and also a mind-blowing amount of action items that you are going to be able to start doing with your kids literally today as soon as they get home from school. Talk about a win-win, girl. I am so excited for today. This is one that I don't even know. I'm going to try and get it in in less than 30 minutes. These were supposed to be like short, straight to the point, 15 minute episodes, max 20. And I've just been pushing the envelope every single day. How about we just rip off the band bandaid eh? and get started with a question that I literally ask myself every single day before my kids go to school. And what I ask myself is, did you actually see your girls this morning? Like, did you actually see them? Not like what they were wearing, because of course I saw what they were wearing, (laughs) which goes to show what I'm prioritizing, right? And of course I know what I packed in their lunches because that is something that I prioritize, which those things aren't terrible. But the thing that's really most important is, did I make eye contact with them? Did I let them know that nothing else in the world mattered, like whether or not they had matching socks on, right? Right. Whether or not we had all the things and all the things and all the things. Did you do that with your kids today or yesterday? Will you tomorrow? Right? Will you make sure that you make eye contact with your kids? I mean, has that ever happened where they shut the car door and you drop them off and you realize, wow, that was fast. We like rolled out of bed and I dropped them off and that felt fast and furious and not so fun. And now I feel terrible and I can't wait to see them when they get home from school so that you can have that feeling all over again, right? We always have the best intentions, but connection is really hard when we're focused on so many other things that have to be done. It's honestly the meat of why I systemize every single thing that I can. So I can connect. Connection is literally one of my number one strengths and nearly every single personality and strength test, specifically the strength finders test Blaine and I did to be able to help us in our marriage a long time ago. Connection is my number one strength. And I truly believe and know that I cannot survive without connection and I wasn't getting it. And it led to so much guilt and systems are what I leaned to because that's another one of my strengths. And those systems have given me time and time allows me to connect. I know that your super busy schedules with that crazy modern hectic life, juggling work and your house and all of your commitments, plus trying to make money and being distracted by every stinking thing that has been made to be addictive in your life, like your smartphones and social media and So many digital everything, beeping this and beeping that, exhaustion, stress, not even feeling physically fit or like not feeling comfortable in your own skin, not even knowing what to wear every day, not having the parenting skills that you know that you need because nobody ever teaches us this stuff. There's so many things, honestly, from burnout trying to fit in with what everybody else you think they expect from you and trying not to disappoint people and not really even knowing who to look up to or the role model that you're supposed to follow because like things are just different now, right? Like not even being able to take care of yourself because you have to work and uphold a house and, 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 and it's all really hard and it's keeping you from making time to really talk and hug and love and enjoy and simply make time for connection with your kids, especially when we come out of summer and go back into school. The laundry alone is enough to take any mom down. (laughs) Any grown human is going to be taken out by that crib tonight. And I just want you to know that there is a way out of your guilt other than scrolling on your phone and pawning your kids off on screens or laying into them because you're stressed and making them feel bad when you really didn't mean to because you're the one that feels terrible on the inside about the way that things are all just crumbling everywhere. You're an amazing mom that is here listening to this series and is looking for resources because you need help and you want to grow. So as we dive deeper into this episode and connecting with your kids before and after school, plus 15 really awesome five minute or less ways that you can start connecting with your kids as we're going through all of that, okay, I want you to be thinking about how capable you are of actually doing these things, not just listening, but actually doing them and becoming the mom that actually has systems in place you're strong, flexible, but still have boundaries, not afraid of trying again. I know you're afraid to try and make systems and organization work because you've tried so many things and nothing has worked. Podcasts, blogs, courses, books, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest. Is there something that I'm forgetting? Crying hasn't helped you (laughs) neither. I mean, crying sometimes actually helps. I would be the one to know that I... I'm a big crier. I really am. I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm hurting. Like physically, I cry a lot. I'm such a crier. Avoiding doesn't work either. For those of you that aren't criers, avoiding doesn't work. And working like a dog hasn't solved a darn thing for you. And quite frankly, making change is flat out hard for every single person, especially when it's terrifying. And to be honest, really super freaking hard to just show up To get the normal done, let alone try and make headway on actually making progress and changing your habits. I want you to understand that you are not alone, and every single great success story comes with a mom that is at the bottom of her barrel saying, I am going to just try, I'm going to start, I'm going to do this every person who's ever broken through the lid of what they thought was possible felt exactly what you're feeling right now. I felt exactly what you're feeling right now. If you feel this so deeply and you're like, heck yes, I'm doing this. I'm going to take all 15 things that she says. I'm going to implement them. I'm listening to every single word. If you are hanging on to the coattails of this series and you truly, truly do think like I'm done, I'm done with being afraid. I'm done with staying in my little shell and playing small because I don't want to fail. I am going to try again. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to make this work. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to do my best. And that is going to be enough. I believe that I am the wife and the mom and the friend and the person that I see in these like visions that I'm having. If you are feeling that, then I want you to say yes to yourself. Let today be the day that you are all in to make changes. I want you to go right now to chelseajo.co backslash I want you to use code back to school at checkout, save more money than you will ever be able to save for an entire year, if not more and join me in building your home management system in four short weeks, because we're going to do this together. Me and my team are going to hold your hand. We're going to check in on you. We're going to coach you, guide you. And as long as you don't quit on us, we will make sure that you succeed. I want you to look at your kids at the end of every single day and shoot at the beginning of the day. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror too. And I want you to say, that was freaking worth it. All of that work was worth it. I saw what we achieved today. I accomplished everything that I set out to accomplish. I didn't accomplish anything, and I know exactly why, and tomorrow will be better. I want you to get past your fear of failing with me and my team and hundreds of other women who want to do this with you. I can promise you that creating systems intentionally in your home allows for connection with your kids in a way that you never knew was possible. I don't know any other way to describe this and explain this to you other than just try me. I'm going to go really deep in two areas of connecting that I know you and your kids need right now. Me and my kids need it every day and you guys need it so badly too. So first, let's talk about what happens when you connect with your kids before school even begins. Most of us just think about connecting with our kids after school because they've been gone for so long but there's actually a lot of research that shows that connecting with your kids first thing in the morning and right before they go to bed are two of the most important times to connect with your kids. Starting the day with a positive and meaningful interaction with them is going to set a super positive tone for their entire day. It's going to help them feel supported and loved, honestly ready to face some really hard challenges, mean friends, and like the things that little first graders and kindergartners and preschoolers and junior high kids, like they all have their own struggles and they need to know that they started out with love, with support. Here's a couple reasons why it is really, really, really important for especially us as moms, parents, obviously in general, but for us to connect with our kids before school. It emotionally prepares them for so many things that are going to come in that day, and it also reduces their stress tremendously. There's also going to be this positive tone that is set within them that causes a chain reaction for positivity throughout the rest of their day. When kids feel loved and valued right from the very start, they're more likely to approach all of the other challenges that come in their day with a positive attitude, which is insane to think about how something so small can have such a meaningful impact to them. Here's a couple other things before we move on to what and why it's so important to be connecting with our kids after school as well. You are going to be able to help them prevent conflict just by doing this and you're creating a healthy attachment. So what do I mean by that? First of all, Addressing any concerns and worries that your kids, like if they're feeling stressed, if they're feeling anxious about things, being able to address that with them in the beginning of the day is going to help them reduce conflicts or issues that may escalate even just internally in them as they go through the day, let alone externally. And you know if this is happening with your kiddos right now. So take this episode very seriously. Now, what about healthy attachment? So when we talk about, attachment right there's good and bad ways to do this but building a strong bond through that morning connection is something that I have found to be honestly like it just fosters this connection between me and my kids that I know greatly contributes to why their teachers love them honestly Um, they're my kids are really great kids and they have just that overall emotional development and sense of well-being because of their connection with family. So let's now take all of that and let's switch it over to the second area that I want to dive into, which is connecting with our kids after school, because this is just as important and this might come a little bit more naturally to you. And if it doesn't, because you're super busy I want you to know that this is crucial for so many different reasons. Honestly, after a really long day of learning heaven only knows what, right? What they're learning emotionally and physically, how they're interacting socially, kids, your kids actually are dying for a safe and supportive environment. And their behaviors might not you might not be able to recognize that through their behaviors, right? They want to be able to unwind and share their experiences. They want to be able to have emotional support for the good, the bad, and indifferent and everything that happened. So emotional reconnection after a long day of school, depending on what they've experienced, right? It's not just necessarily for the bad things that happen. It's also for the good things. Excitement can be stressful, running on the playground especially for my kiddos when it's like a blazing billion degrees outside it's all of those things and that connection with them allows you to be able to check in on how they're feeling and provide space for them another reason why this is so unbelievably important is because it supports their learning and it gives them really great exposure to problem solving obviously our kids they deal with so much at school and if you have a chatterbox like me like one of mine, you begin to hear and see like this world of things that's happening and that they're supposed to be learning socially, right? With kids. But sometimes those challenges or conflicts at school, they don't really know how to deal with them no matter how old they are, right? If they are in high school, junior high, elementary, preschool, it doesn't matter. And connecting with them after school gives them the opportunity to discuss those things And then you provide an opportunity to brainstorm solutions and offer that guidance. Obviously, you're also going to get to do this with their homework, right? Asking about their day, switching up the questions that you're asking them and actively listening to them. It's such a powerful way to model an example what you want to see out of them. They're going to feel so much more valued when you make that effort to connect with them after school. Honestly, you're just sending the message to them that you value what they did all day long and it wasn't just a place for you to drop them off and now to pick them up and to be rushed off into a million different things. You want to know what their opinions are because it it really does boost their self-esteem, their self-worth, their confidence, and if your kids are struggling with any of these things as much as you don't want or don't like the feeling of That being on your shoulders, let's flip that and say there really are so many things that you can do to be able to help. You're going to be showing them positive habits and, you know, really be able to foster some well-being with them and build a, a true lifelong relationship. I believe these things that you do with your kids when they come home from school are going to be hardwired connections that you have with your kid far beyond their grade school years. It really does open the door for communication and support throughout their entire life. When you take time to stop being so busy, which you won't be when you have a home management system in place and you've carved out really intentional time to do this, it's it's going to create that relationship with them that you deeply desire and that they, they deeply, deeply need. One thing that I can't emphasize enough is that the quality, the intention behind your connection is far more important than how much time you're actually spending with them. So this list of 15 things that I'm going to give to you, different ways to spend focused attention on your kids in five minutes or less with meaningful conversations is actually going to make a significant difference. Even though you don't think it is, it's going to make a huge difference. Every drop in a bucket ends up being at some point an overflowing bucket. So start dropping drops in their bucket, right? Emotionally, academically, spiritually, physically, Every single drop you can put into that bucket is going to lead them to an, a, an abundant life that's overflowing with confidence and connection with you. According to a really astounding amount of studies online as I went to search and like do some deep research on this, the negative effects that lack of connection has on our children is absolutely heartbreaking. And so I'm going to share just a little bit of it with you before I dive into some ways that we can actually make it better. So here's just kind of like a short list, the ones that stuck out the most to me on what this lack of connection actually does to our kids. The first one is behavioral problems. So kids that don't have consistent emotional connection with their parents are more likely to exhibit behavior issues like aggression Defiance, not following the rules when they're asked, either with you or at school, and straight up just like how they're conducting themselves. Being able to respect authority. If you're struggling with any of that, try connecting with your kids. Also, emotional regulation, which I believe so much of emotional regulation actually comes from the addiction to their tablets. And we've talked about that. But the reason why you're not getting that time to connect with them is because they're connecting with their tablets more often. So I really do think that these two are really, really, really connected. But what we know for sure is that without meaningful connection with our kids on a consistent and regular basis, they are going to have a harder time coping with stress and frustration and any kind of emotions that come up for them. Also, their self-esteem, being able to succeed at school, They're going to have mental health challenges. They're at greater risk for mental health challenges, I should say. They're going to have communication difficulties. Their social skills are going to be affected. And honestly, there's just a huge long-term impact on not only your relationship, but their success in anything that they do in school and after school. So it's so important to know in the back of our minds that this really is more important than making sure that the toilets are cleaned. Not to say that you don't have to clean the toilets because I get it. We have to do all of it, but you've got to figure out a way to make this more important than all of the other millions of things that you have going on. I pulled together a long list, actually 15 things specifically um, of really cool ideas that I love and try and cycle through on a regular basis just to kind of keep things fresh and make it fun. You can write this list out on your paper planner, hang it on your fridge, make it your screensaver on your phone, make it super cute in Canva, print it and put it in a frame, put it on your nightstand. But the goal is to make time and mental space. So you need to have the time capacity and the mental capacity. You have to have both because even if you have time, but you're frazzled You're not going to want to connect with them. You're going to want to scroll your phone. So you have to have, you're going to want to check out, right? And go somewhere else and avoid or stuff or whatever it is that you do with your feelings. Okay. So you have to have not only the time, but the mental capacity to make these things happen. And you want to be doing this on a regular basis. Also, you want to make sure that you use this list as a reminder every single day to slow down and just make it happen. Okay, these are super simple things. Some of them can be done before school, some of them after. It's just kind of like a mix of some of the different things that we do. So number one, I gave I kind of gave them names as best as I could to help you remember what they are. So first one is a story swap. It's basically you just taking turns and sharing Stories about the most interesting part of your day. It could also be a story of, which we do this in the car a lot, of what are you hoping for today? What are you most excited about today? Share a story about what you think you're going to do in art class today. So it can be either way. This is going to spark really fun conversations and it's going to help you learn what your kids are looking forward to, what they're not looking forward to, and then also on the reverse, what they actually did at school. Number two is food. snacks, food, whatever. We talked about this yesterday, but when your kids get home from school, you absolutely should have a snack. We actually bring ours in the car. My kids are like, did you bring a snack? They love having it in a, in the car. They are so hungry. They're so very, very hungry. And so this is just an opportunity for you to just be still with them because food makes them sit still <laughs> for a short amount of time. Number three I'm going to label this one art show. So this might not happen as much if you have older kids, but it doesn't have to be like picture art. It can be something that they wrote that day or something else that they are wanting to share, like an actual thing that they can pull out of their backpack and show. So it's fun for us because sometimes we do this at the end of the week and we share or even just It's Bailey and her art show most of the time it's like I can't even like get out of the parking lot she's like mom look what I made today you know and so we're actually trying to make this a little bit more specific like okay we're gonna wait until this moment and then you can have my attention and you can share and I can listen so that one's been really fun for us especially for our older one who does get some sketching time and she likes to share what she was able to do at school number four is outdoor exploration. And I was just going to say like outdoor, but adding in the word exploration makes it feel like there's no limit to what you could do. So just get outside with your kids, either in your backyard. We have so many parks like in our neighborhood. Sometimes we just swing by a park really quick. And this is an opportunity for you to leave your stinking phone in the car and just connect with your kids to be outside. Maybe play tag or hold their hand while you're walking if they'll still hold your hand. Mine still do, and I love it. Okay, so just get outside, talk about what you see or ask them what they did when they were outside at school today. If they got to go outside, it's an opportunity by switching up the environment to try and connect with them more. Number five is making food or like packing lunches together. This is a great time to connect um, by packing their lunches together either in the evenings after school or before school. We love to do ours before school. Here is one of my favorites that whenever I was typing up this list, I was like, oh my gosh, we haven't done this in so long. We used to do it almost every single day and it's called Rose and Thorn. You may have heard of it before. And if you haven't, it's where at the dinner table, and it could be actually right after school, where every single person shares their Rose and Thorn. So it's a good thing and a not so good thing that happened to them that day. And everybody has a chance to share. Number seven is what I like to call personality power up. And we do this often. I found that One of the things that I struggle with the most is when I see my kids struggling with things that I struggled with too, and it triggers me and I get frustrated. And so I gamified it for myself so that I could grow so that I could be a better mom in that area. And so here's how it works. I want you to take one thing that your child struggles with that they got from you that you also struggle with. This is so legit. It's so fun. And with that, I want you to make a game out of it and see who at the end of the day was able to, for example, focus at least one time or do something brave or had great listening skills. So if you're really struggling, both of you struggle to listen or struggle to not interrupt, you're gonna say, hey, whenever you get home from school today, I'm gonna ask you to tell me a specific example about when you didn't interrupt. And I want you to ask me too, because I need to get better at this too. So for us, what it is, is to do one thing that scares us. Because I've noticed that we have a keto in our house. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you already know which child I'm talking about. Um That tends to underestimate her ability. She has that perfectionist in her just like I do. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten braver and I've realized, but I want her to have that at a younger age. She has the capacity to have it. And so sometimes she'll come and ask me and I too need to be challenged. And it's such a great thing. It's such a great way to connect. Anyway, you can see that that one is really fun for me. Number eight is a music moment. Have a music moment. We have a music moment almost every single morning in the car, specifically when Blaine is not with us. And the other day he was with us and we had our music moment and he had no idea what was going on. (laughs) We have a specific playlist and we have dance moves and we have hand claps and we do all of this together. And we, you can also do it when they get home too, but it is amazing. Number nine is what I like to call the triple threat. It's super simple and it takes two seconds. The triple threat is a hug, get down on your knee with eye contact and say, I love you game over. If that's all you can give your kids today, should we just stop right there with number nine or should we keep going? Cause that is really like the end all be all. I should have saved that for last, but let's go on to number 10 is a question jar or conversation cards. Question jar takes a little bit more time, a little bit of preparation because you need to fill the jar with interesting questions. Um, but then when you're actually doing it, it only takes a few seconds. Conversation cards is what we choose to use where we get pre-made, like questions that honestly we got so many of them from chick-fil-a and then i have a couple other resources that i love to get them from that are actually combined with our faith and that's really helped me to ask questions and connect with my kids in a meaningful way infusing our faith into it which has been really fun for us number 11 is to help your kids with homework so homework help Make sure that you are available and present at the table with no phone, no screens, no nothing with that snack, right? You are going to listen to yesterday's episode. You're going to get your homework station set up and you're going to be able to connect with them and show your support for what they're learning in school. Number 12, this is so funny, honestly, but taking care of plants before school, after school. I love but this this may just be a quirky thing for my family, but if you are a plant mom, then you know this. And if you have any nurturing child in your house, you know what this is like. We love spending time together with our plants. It's just a really fun, super simple, hey, let's go water the plants. We check on them. It gives us a time to be together. Number 13, another one of my absolute favorites is to ask your kids to teach you something ask them to teach you how to do math that way, or ask them to teach you how they just did that cartwheel, even though you already know how to do the cartwheel, (laughs) right? You could tell we are super into gymnastics right now. Just ask them to teach you something. Ask them, hey, how'd you do that? You know, and they'll know that you're interested in them. Number 14 is what I like to call pocket treasures. Ask your kids to pick something up well, maybe not your little ones because they may come home with like candy or gum, but ask them to pick up something throughout the day, like a leaf or a rock, flowers, something to bring home a pencil eraser, something small, and then talk about it. Talk about where they found it. Talk about why they liked it, why they picked it up. You know, have them hold that treasure in their pocket and, and tell them whenever you fill it in your pocket, think about mom while you're there today. And then number 15 is probably the most straightforward and simple one of them all is to just simply say, how are you feeling? If you haven't asked your kids, how are you feeling? Every single day, then this is a great place to start. How are you feeling? With eye contact, with intention, with nothing else to do, with time to listen to their answers. I know, it's super, super hard to be this present in the short little moments and actively listen to show that genuine interest in your kids' lives but these small connections again like we talked about every little drop in a bucket becomes this overflowing abundant life for them you're going to be building stronger relationships Just by doing any one of these simple, simple things that I just gave you go back and listen if you need to tomorrow, we have day five, which is technically a bonus episode for any of you who are doing any kind of hybrid homeschool, online school, micro school co oping and even for those of you that have little kids at home that are not going to school yet, and you're interested in like preschooling them going to be an amazing episode where I've brought some super systematic mamas in that are actually powerhouse homeschoolers and they have killer home management systems in place and we're all going to answer questions so it's not just me talking at you it's going to be a fun change of pace so have so much fun with today's episode and I can't wait to meet you back here first thing tomorrow morning for our final day together on the back to school series.